You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. On today's episode, we are so excited to have a WWE superstar who is also nominated for the Muhammad Ali Humanitarian Award and our good friend, Titus O'Neil. Woo! Plus, my hubby, Daniel Bryan, is back for another hilarious edition of everyone's favorite game show, Bella Brains. All right, here we go.
Happy hump day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Brie, and this is the Bella's Podcast. All right, you guys, I am thrilled that I can finally share the BTS about Artem and I's engagement. Ooh la la, you know what that means. It's time for opening up, so let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So Brie and I are opening up with some yummy strawberry daiquiris. And we just felt this was very appropriate since we just all saw the lunar eclipse of the strawberry moon. How about Nikki and I are in Phoenix right now and we haven't seen clouds forever. But the day that clouds wanted to come is when the lunar eclipse was happening. So we didn't even get to see it. I know I like literally set my alarm for 1212 to see the lunar eclipse and Arizona was filled with clouds, which I was grateful for. But I was like, the one day you all want to show up. <laughs> I know it's one of those things. It's like you don't want to complain because with the summer heat in Arizona, when you see clouds, you feel like a little piece that maybe there'll be a, it'll be a cooler day. So I was like you, Nicole, I was grateful for it, but I'm like, really out of all the days you come. Right. But I have to say we were so blessed in the evening because we got the most beautiful strawberry sunset that turned all those clouds into like strawberry colors. And then Artem and I went night swimming and the sun pretty much went down, but it was still light out. And we couldn't see the full moon yet, but the clouds were still super pink. And I'm like, oh, it's from the moon. I loved it. Yeah, it was funny because Brian, I was like, oh, Artem and Nicole are going swimming. He's like, oh, I could hear him. I'm like, oh, the life of being neighbors. <laughs> no way. Secret. Yeah. He oh was outside gosh. taking the dogs out and he could hear you guys swimming. And I was just like, I mean, that's so crazy to me, right? It really is. I have to say that the best part about having a pool, and you know, my pool's small, but it's perfect. I, I don't need anything big, um, is going swimming naked, being pregnant. It is just so freeing. For anyone who has been pregnant, you will understand this, but like... It's just getting a lot of like just my boobs laying on my stomach and my boobs are getting heavier and it's pushing out on my belly, which is getting heavier. And when I am in that water, the boobies float up to the top. The belly feels they feel lighter. like a size A instead of a F or G or wherever I'm at. Um, the belly feels so light. You're almost swimming and you actually forget you're pregnant. I told Artem the same thing last night. I it's go, weird. Oh my gosh, I'm like, I forget that I'm pregnant and I feel like I'm a size two and not, well, beyond quadruple <laughs> that. So we're talking about pregnancy. I would. I really want to talk a lot about this before we recap Total Ballas because the last three days, I I've been hit with anxiety. I've been hit with a lot of like realization. I've been really tired. Um, I'm starting. I think hitting. Gosh, I'm less than eight weeks out. I'm actually less than seven weeks out. But um, I started to watch this one TV show on Netflix. I don't know if any of you've seen it. It's really, it's a cheeky, fun little British comedy called The Letdown. I have not been able to go back to it because one of the episodes, they're so sleep deprived with their infant and how they look and how they're acting. I was like, oh, that was how it was. And I'm like, wait a second. That's how I'm going to be, but have a toddler and my two Frenchies who are like these two needy babies and I literally, Brian and I turned it off halfway through the episode because we started to both get anxiety and we looked at each other and we we're like, oh my gosh, like it's going to happen to us again. And I'm scared. 
don't because I haven't done it yet. And this is the one thing all you new moms, old moms, whatever moms, old as in like you've had kids for years. Um, what you guys do to me is you give me anxiety. You Every single mom, when I, I they know I'm pregnant, it's my first time, they go, well, welcome to no sleeping for the next 18 years. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you all talk about lack of sleep. And it scares me because, you know, the human body and the brain, we need sleep to function and and just do things productively. And I'm like, am I not going to be a productive person anymore? It scares me. I mean, I literally woke up last night in the middle of the night. Um, I was probably up maybe two hours and I went back to sleep. I was lucky. Brian this morning was like, I'll get bird. You just keep sleeping. And when I woke up, I feel really, really tired. And I almost wanted to start crying because I was like, this isn't even bad. Like you were only up for two hours in the night and you went back to sleep and your husband let you sleep in. Mm-hmm. I was like... It almost brought tears to my eyes thinking like, I'm going to be way more tired than I'm feeling today. And I know you didn't sleep last night. I didn't. I I don't know if it was the moon and the energy or just, I don't know what it was, but my mind would not shut off. I could not fall into deep sleep. It's one of those nights like, you know, when you're awake the whole time, like you're kind of sleeping, but you know you're awake. And I was just like, no, this is a time I got to get sleep because in eight weeks, I'm not going to be resting for a while. And that's so scary to me. Oh my gosh. I think that scares me the most and swaddling and breastfeeding and just taking care of a life. Actually, you know, it was the most terrifying thing to me. Burping. Burping was the worst thing because birdie would take so long to burp. And then sometimes people were like, well, she just might not have to burp. And then when you're, I'm laying her down in my head, I'm like, she didn't burp. This could be bad. Like, I don't know. Burping was just stressful to me. I could see it. That's scary. Well, I have to say, I just entered 31 weeks. And the one symptom that I have felt that they say you get starting at 31 weeks is the swelling and just retaining a lot of water. I mean, I noticed you're wearing your compression socks. I'm wearing my compression (laughs) socks. And it's so weird how immediately just your face, like when Artem took the photo of you and I walking last night um, because the sunset. I just looked at that and go, no, 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 that's not me. I won't even let him send it to me. And I know that sounds so vain, but I couldn't help but be like, oh my gosh, like I am seeing changes right now and I'm feeling it. I feel it in my cheeks. Isn't it the worst when you're talking and you just feel your cheeks like filled with water just talking? I know. It's just that, that part. I'm definitely no like, okay, I think from here on out, it's when it gets really uncomfortable And that's what the app that I was reading was saying. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm feeling that. Yeah, it definitely is. And you definitely have to just let go of vanity because everything just gets more swollen and you just have to accept it. Brie, I let go of vanity the minute that I ladyscaped and I saw what was happening down there. So much that you won't let Artem send you that cute picture we took last night with the sunset. Well, I'll send it to you, but it doesn't need to be posted. How about that? Okay, now I think I'm going to post it. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever. Well, speaking of Artem, I have to say, I absolutely loved 
last week's episode of Total Bellas. Um, I think it was really fun to rewatch the engagement. I was sad because I wanted people to see more of France. Like, we were there for a while, you know, and I felt like there's so many other things that we filmed that didn't make the show, which, you know, always happens. But it was really fun just to relive the emotions, to the way Artem set up the engagement, um, to see his family, which I, it made me miss his family. I was like, oh, where's I mom know. and dad? He felt the same. Oh, I bet. You know, I have to say that I feel like this past week's episode definitely should have been two episodes. And I know you and I actually try to fight for that because we filmed so much in France and we got such amazing footage. And I just feel like it only being half an episode, you craved more of it. But like now what I love is people know where Artem gets his sweetness from. Like his parents are just so incredibly sweet. His brother, um, I mean, when Artem just started crying knowing that they were 15 minutes away. Oh are my you gosh. Serious? It made me teary eye again. And uh, me too. And it was just, I was so happy for him. And, you know, we had Artem go out there and meet his parents without us because we wanted him to have that moment because it had been five years since he saw that. And Artem and his family are very close. And so it is hard that they they go almost every five to six years and then they see each other. And Artem and I's goal with our baby is like we want to make that a yearly thing where we see them, not every five years. And I know it would mean a lot to Artem, but just in the episode scene, how cute they were. And then I have to say for me – seeing all of you talk and plan the engagement it's I mean that's where I'm lucky for reality tv because it really was fun to watch all you guys and Brie let's relive the moment where I go upstairs and you're giving Artem the ring which I had no idea that you're the one that flew with the ring Um, which by the way do you know how much anxiety I had over that I, I mean, like I could imagine you were because, in charge of a diamond. Well, and I kept telling mom when I was fine with that, I'm like, okay, so if I go through security and they're like, why do you have this diamond? And I don't know why. You always just think you're in trouble, right? And I was like, do they are they going to take it away from me? And then like, I don't want to lose my backpack or accidentally leave my backpack somewhere and someone grabs it. There was just so much I had to think about flying there. I was like, I couldn't wait to give it to Artem in the room. And then when you walked into the room... It was the first time in my life I had no idea what to say, which is why you and I just had this crazy stare down. Oh my gosh, down. so we have this stare down, and I'm just in my head. I remember just thinking, like, why is this so awkward right now? And well, you all were I hangry. Wanted, you were hangry. I was hangry, and moment. I wanted a nap. I was so... Because what people don't realize is Artem and I, that was like day six of France for us, and we did all the business stuff, so Artem and I were up morning till night doing different seminars and wine tastings and dinners. And it was an incredible experience. But by the time you guys got there and we started filming, Artem and I were very tired. And, but you know, we want to entertain and we're excited. The family's there. But I remember leaving that, like Artem and I going and taking a nap. And I remember feeling all day, like that was so weird. Watching like made me laugh so hard um, because we're just so awkward. But now I know why it was so awkward. <laughs> what I'm like, why didn't I think of something to say? But I had no idea what to say. And then Artem didn't say anything. It was just no. You guys were just so staring at me so weird. And I'm like, what? It's as if like people were talking bad about you, and you walk in and they don't know what to say. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. But so I have to say, and then just watching the engagement and. Artem, I just won't forget that tour because Artem was just so nervous. And, um, you know, as he was talking and like, 
you know, anyone who's listening and you've been proposed to, like, I don't know what comes over your significant other, but like, they just get like shaky and, and you're like, what's happening right now? Like sometimes you don't even know if you're going to break up with you, but Artem was just so nervous as he's giving me the tour. And I'm thinking like, it's a tour of a castle. Like it's my birthday. And when he tells me to look out the window, when he gives me the rose, I laugh because it was pure darkness. And I'm like, oh, beautiful. But like, what? And later Artem had told me, he goes, that was a whole vineyard that was supposed to be lit up. And that's why I put the rose there because I wanted to show you the vineyard. And Artem said when he goes, look out. And when he just saw darkness, he was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) But then it was funny to see everyone's comments on Twitter because I was like, wouldn't you, if you were going to tour Castle, you keep your champagne glass. Yeah, 100%. But if you watch everything, Artem and I just then did not put down our champagne glasses, even when he was proposing to me when he got down on one knee. Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. You have to go back. And it's so funny. But like, oh, how nervous he was when he had his talk. And he has my red lipstick on his lips. And it was just really magical. And that orchestra, by the way, was from Paris. They were incredible. They dubbed in music that was like... I don't know. I I think it sounded like I played it. But Artem, he had them learn one of our songs, and it was Unforgettable by French Montana and Swally. And that's what they were playing when I walked in. And they played such amazing music. Like, I was mind blown. I felt bad for them because I'm like, oh, man, this orchestra doesn't even get a play their own music for the show but you guys they were incredible well I'm hoping that maybe there's some way we could showcase them on the YouTube channel or do something but it was just so awesome and then how much we all danced in there like they didn't you know show that and the dinner was incredible that castle if you get an opportunity to go to Burgundy France well and that yeah that castle was um the purpose of it is they built it actually for winemaking we were all so fascinated by the history and it's crazy because the guy who owns it now is really into like collecting, I think cars and airplanes. So you'd kind of see him scattered around. It was really interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting, but very magical. And I truly feel like the luckiest girl in the world to get an engagement like that. One to have Artem's family there was just nice. Um, all of it. And it was just so unexpected. And, I just, I feel so grateful to have it all on tape. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. And I have to say, I cannot believe tomorrow night is the season finale of Total Bellas and everyone gets to find out your gender. Finally. But wait, before you go there, how about when I fell down the stairs? Yeah, but they didn't get to really see that. I know. I got, they got the, perfect, the end of it. I got the perfect That hurt. View. But I didn't drop my champagne. I was but very you, proud of you, thank sis. Thank you, Brie. I was very proud of myself. Um, but before you get to tomorrow night, we have to talk about the end of the episode. We found out you were pregnant. And how? Oh, that's right. You know, I've been carrying this baby for over seven months now, so I totally forgot about that. You know, it's funny because I did a YouTube video talking about this, but you guys have been on this crazy journey with me on Total Bellas, and I saw a lot of people socially were just like, you know, does it suck for Bree's unborn child, how much she didn't want a second kid, and then she ends up getting pregnant, and how shocked she was. And this is how I look at things. 
I was not ready to be a mother to two. Um, Brian and I both have these crazy careers. We couldn't get our hands on our careers and our marriage and parenting. Like we didn't have the balance and it's really taken us a while to kind of not only find the balance, cause I hate always saying balance, 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 but just how to juggle it all. And what I finally realized is I had to put my career number three, number four, my marriage, my family is number one. And then I start to prioritize after that. Prioritize. Yeah, thank you, Nicole. I said that really weird. So I think Sedona really opened up Brian our hearts and our minds, and it made he and I just connect in a really spiritual, deep way that we needed. And I just have to say, um, for any of you guys who've been married for a while or you've been in a position like Brian and I, that you've seen this season of Total Bellas, Getting professional help helps so much because it's even hard to do that on your own. And I am so happy. You know, Nicole will always say this. You have to pay for an oil check or you have to pay to get your carpets clean or your air conditioning fixed. You pay for all these things to keep your house going, your car moving. Well, you got to also sometimes pay to keep the marriage yeah, going. Yeah, but you know, Brie, and I had told you this, but look... All of you listening now, when you tune into Total Bellas and probably how you felt about me in this episode, and you're going to have some of these feelings with me on the season finale, but sometimes there comes a point in our life that, you know, we go back and forth with a certain situation because we can't help what we're feeling. We can't help with the environment we're in or the people that surround us and the opinions that they give us. And this is what I told Brie in the end. Your relationship wasn't ready for the child. It wasn't. But God knew that after Sedona, he knew that now this is when these two can bring a child into your life. And so don't listen to anyone who says like, your poor child. No, your poor child, if it came in at the wrong time, it came in when God knew you were ready. Same with Artem and I. Like You're going to see tomorrow night on the season finale... I fight a lot of emotions of feeling like, did I get engaged too fast? Like, was I on a high? And, you know, then I get pregnant. And I have to say that I I tend to run from things and I, I fear commitment, but I feel like it was God's doing in his way of saying like, no, you were at the perfect place at the perfect time. And this is a gift of showing you that you are exactly where you're meant to be. And so I know people have the same opinions about me because I've voiced a lot this season how I was not ready to have a kid. I am now so ready to be a mom and so excited for it. It's something I've wanted my whole life. And God knew this is the perfect time for it. So that's how I feel with your relationship and your baby. And I Thank feel the you. same with mine. And I cannot wait that this is the last time on the podcast that I have to say baby because starting next week, I am going to be using, oh no, Brie, is it a verb or an adjective? Oh, not an adjective. It'd be a verb. Oh gosh. Person, place, or thing. Okay. Yeah. That's a noun. Oh, that's shoot. a noun. I mean a noun. Oh, Dang my it. God. I wish that was the Bella Brains No, question. I'm so happy Brian's not nearby. Brie, not noun, pronoun. Oh gosh. I would have failed. Okay. Pronoun. By the way, the voice of our producer came in. So I'll admit, I didn't even know pronoun, <laughs> but I will be using the correct pronoun from here on out. And that excites me more than ever. Cause the, the feeling since I've known from that gender reveal that draws you, I think a bigger connection of knowing I get to do that with all of you. And 
I just am very excited for it. I can't actually wait till next week's episode because we are going to talk so much about it and we're going to talk about names and all these fun things, you guys. It's going to be amazing. But um, we are actually so excited because up next, we have one of our fellow WWE superstars, someone we have known forever that we've always just been mind blown about his drive, the way he inspires, the way he speaks, the way he never stops, the way he is an insane dad to two amazing and boys. remember, which I need to make this a drinking game, when she says insane, she means incredible, amazing. That's the Cali girl in me. So we are so lucky to have Titus O'Neil on the show. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes... The sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion. Home and beauty inspired by real life. Walmart. Be a bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. 
Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. All right, everyone. Well, welcome to the show, Titus O'Neill. Woo! We're so excited to have you on the show for so many different reasons. For the listeners, we actually get to see Titus's face right now. And when you're at WWE, we're like a big family. So being in this COVID-19 situation to actually see your face on Zoom, it's so good to see you. It's I been know. so long. It's been forever. I know. You guys are getting ready to have a baby in two months. I can't believe it. Last time I saw you were skinny. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> it's crazy when in the yeah. WWE world, when we don't see each other weekly, just how fast time can go by. I can't believe it. Um, it's but yet when you go back to the backstage, yeah. it's like Groundhog's Day. It's like, the same. When we went back there, when we got not, like yeah. inducted for the Hall of Fame, I told Brian, I'm like, I feel like you never skip a beat here. It's always the, the same, same backstage. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. Well, I want to get into the really amazing yeah. stuff. And the first thing that I would love to talk about is... Titus, your nomination for the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian Award. I mean, look, I have chills. is absolutely amazing. Know that we are rooting for you to win it. But um, one thing that I've always been in awe with you is your philanthropy, what you have done for your community. As you all know, Bree and I have talked about how being on the road, we're on the road over 300 days a year at WWE, and we're just, we're rarely ever home. But Titus, since I've ever known you, he goes home, and not only is he an amazing father to two incredible boys they're men now are men seen pictures well, on yeah, instagram actually, that's true <laughs> i'm gonna still think of them as boys but you give every minute you have to your community and 
I find that so inspiring. You know, I want to be more like that. But I just wanted to congratulate you on that nomination. Yes, congratulations. So well-deserved. Thank you. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a benefactor of people investing in me when I had nothing to gain in return as a kid. You know, as a, my very well-told story of me being a product of a, a sexual assault. My mother was raped at 11 and had me at the age of 12. And uh, that I was kind of written off as a kid that would be dead or in jail by the time I was 16. And I uh, went to a place called the Florida Sheriff's Boys Ranch. And it was there that a man by the name of Patrick Minot made the two most important sentences of my entire life. Uh, the first one was, there's no such thing as a bad kid, which I ended up writing a book. And that was the title of my book. Um, and then the other one was that, I love you and I believe in you. And a lot of people had told me up to that point that they loved me, but then turn around and abuse me, beat me, et cetera. But nobody had ever told me that they believed that I could do anything. Uh, it was the exact opposite. And so, you know, I ended up leaving there as, a, as the first person in my family to graduate from high school. I'm the first person in my family to graduate from college. I have three younger brothers. Three out of the four of my mom's kids are all college graduates. And uh, my mom went back and got her high school education after I graduated from high school. So she worked years to, you know, wait tables and clean houses to make ends meet. I'd never met. We lived in projects. Uh, we wore hand-me-down clothes. But, you know, now it's, as life has gotten increasingly better for me, I, I truly can attribute to that to those around me. And so I just feel like there are a lot of, you know, fatties, bullets out there, both young and old, uh, that just need a little bit of hope, a little bit mm-hmm. of extra, extra inspiration, somebody to tell them that they, or show them that they love them and, they, and that they believe in them. And uh, that's my true purpose in life. And I've always been this way, very outspoken, very real and raw, because that's uh, the minute the guy, you know, Mr. Minogue told me that, uh, that there's a blessing on my life to be able to reach people and lead people. Uh, I, I took that, you know, as, you know what, I don't have to put on a front for anybody. I am who I am. Uh, and some people will accept it and love it, and some people will not. And I, and so I've just grown more and more at 43 years old and to being comfortable with who I am. I, I'm very blessed to have two very amazing sons, as you both have met them. Oh, and uh, so they kind of keep me young and, uh, and active. But more importantly, they keep me, keep me close to the best of understanding how truly blessed we are as a family. Oh, I, I love, love that. that. Your story is so inspirational. I don't think I ever knew your full story. I've always known bits and pieces of it, but you know, I'm such a big believer that God puts people in certain positions knowing that they can overcome and lead and their story can help others, like you said, give hope and inspire. Yeah, it really is incredible how many lives you touch. And you know, Titus, it's interesting because so many people ask me like I want to do more in my community. Where do I start? And I actually don't even know what to tell people half the time. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe look on websites. Do people come to you a lot and they ask you, like, how do I start helping in my community? What do I do? And what do you tell them? Well, the first thing, I I think everybody wants to help in some kind of way, a high level. And some people are very only capable of giving financially in a certain level. But I always tell people, you know, my first question is, what are you passionate about? Like, has anybody in your family ever experienced breast cancer or had breast cancer? Do you know any kids that are disabled? Do you know anybody that's ever had to deal with homelessness or poverty? And then when they say yes, then I say, well, how did you help them? How to match them with different organizations that do that type of work if they're passionate about it. 
if you find most uh, massage therapists, I always ask a massage therapist when they when I when I find one that's new or is working on me, you know, how long have you been doing this, and then what brought you into this? Most massage therapists get into it because of someone that was in their family either ailing, or they used to rub their grandmother's back, or they used to rub their dad's neck, or mom's neck, or whatever. And once you realize what type of connection you have with a certain cause or a certain issue that you want to help tackle, then it's up to realizing the power that you have to make a difference. Whether you gave somebody $1 or you gave them $100, uh, the heart behind it is what's most important. That's actually wow. such great advice because I've always been someone who wants to give back to community and I'm the same, like, where do I begin? But I never thought of, like, what would Your be passionate passion, to right? me? What has someone gone through? who I love or what is my heart hurt for? Um, so that's such incredible advice. And, um, definitely what Bree and I really want to just talk about is obviously right now we are a part of the most amazing part of history to me. And we are all a part of this. And I have to say when I saw your video, when you went to the police department I was so moved by it and everything you've been doing for Black Lives Matter. Um, you've always been an incredible leader and you've always had an amazing voice. And I, I just there's so, something how you like, I don't know what it is, but how you speak. You, you speak just very really gentle, but you speak very strong too. You, you're, you're able just very to mix moved both by you. <laughs> and Bree and I have been trying to use more of our platforms to help educate and help be more a part of this movement. Cause I mean, Bree and I, like when we saw LA in the big March with our friends and family there, like we want to be a part of all these amazing marches and protests, but you know, with popping out babies in a month to two yeah. months, you know, we have to yeah. stay in. Yeah. Um, but we would just love for all of our listeners to know, like, how can we educate ourselves more? How can we be more part of the movement? Um, what's your advice and tips for all of that? Well, I mean, first and foremost, uh, you just have to have an understanding of American history, you know, uh, not just American history for black folks and brown folks, but also for women, too. Uh, you know, this is the only country in America where uh, minorities uh, have truly been oppressed in so many ways. And really, when it comes to black and brown people, it's still a situation where uh, still systematic racism, there's still institutional racism in banking there's in schools uh if you go to underserved communities you see that they get underfunded more so than the schools that are in affluent communities uh in the housing market i mean it's just the list goes on and on so we all have to come to a place where we accept truth this country was built on the back of slaves whether uh, people want to admit that or not uh and they also have to come to the, the, the reality of the truth of the hurt that goes along with being a black or brown person. The conversations are different. The white people don't have to have the talk about, you know, when you get pulled over by a police officer, put your hand on, on the steering wheel, don't make any sudden movements, let the window down slow. Uh, you know, all these things that we constantly have to tell our young black and brown kids, and we have to constantly reaffirm them that they are somebody and that they matter. And they don't have to do that in the white community. And so for us, as a society, you know, um, I'm glad to see that these corporations are coming out and supporting their black and brown uh, employees and fans and et cetera. But it's, it's much deeper than that. You know, we need to use our platforms to get people out to vote. Yeah, you guys are pregnant and you can't get out and you can't go march and things like that, but you got a hell of a platform where you can tweet people. You don't have to tell them who to vote for. I, I will never tell anybody who to vote for. I'll just tell people to go vote. Uh, and then get active in your community. Don't let a tragedy, the only time this country 
country is truly the greatest country in the world is during tragic moments. And we, in order for us to become the greatest country in the world all the time, we got to learn how to become the greatest people in the world. And that all starts with the individual choice. And so my choice has always been and will always be to make sure that people are loved, they're appreciated, they're treated with dignity. Uh, I wouldn't give anybody anything that I wouldn't give my own kids to eat. I wouldn't give them any clothing that I wouldn't let my own kids wear. And, uh, and, and when you understand that, that the hurt that goes along with some of the stuff that we see on a day-to-day -day basis that has had a blind eye turned to it for years. Um, now I'm glad to see the entire world, the, the focus is on America. How are we going to deal with this? How are we going to change the justice system? Will there be justice system reform? Will there be police uh, department reform? But also, as I said in that speech, we cannot focus on changing other people when we don't focus on our own house. So that's a challenge to every single organization and corporation out there, whether it's Nike, Reebok, Under Armour, WWE, NHL, NFL, the, the list goes on and on. We all have to take a look at ourselves and say, okay, are we really truly advancing those of color? Uh, in our business? Are we celebrating them in a proper way? And if we don't know how to celebrate them in a proper way, don't be so egotistical that you think you have all the answers, that you're not willing to get those answers. And that's where I think a lot of companies now will have to ask our talent, we'll have to ask those that are around us, we'll have to ask other organizations to come in and kind of help us uh, with our platforms and with our, you know, structure. Uh, but the NFL has to do it. The NBA has to do it. The NHL has to do it. And it's amazing to me how sports and entertainment, you guys know that you, we fill up arenas all around the world. And not one time have you gone into a hospital or I've gone into a hospital and somebody says, oh, that are, there goes that black WWE superstar or there goes uh, those Hispanic girls. I forgot their names, this and that. It's, hey, there go the Bella Twins. Here, there, it's Titus O'Neil. That's the way we need to start acknowledging everybody as a whole, as people, as human beings, as characters and people that we fall in love with because of their, their human side. And uh, I'm excited, you know, um, I I'm really am excited and I hope I don't get let down as a black man once again by the justice system. I hope that these guys that committed these crimes against George Floyd, against Breonna Taylor, against the list goes on and on, uh, cases that need to be reopened and re-examined. Uh, I hope that all those victories, because we're accustomed in the black community, all this hell gets raised, protests are made, everybody's saying, oh, I have your attention. And then one year later, the court date happens, the verdict comes out, not guilty. And now all of this stuff has a com completely different restart. So continue using your platform, guys, to just put out positive messaging, uh, speaking truth. You know, if you see something, say something. Don't be silent about anything and be authentic in your message. And, and, and your fans will, will love you more for it. Uh, uh, but more importantly, you'll love yourself more for it because you're doing what you can to make this whole world a better place, but specifically here in America. Oh yeah. gosh, I Titus, love I love that. Everywhere. <laughs> goosebumps right? the whole time. But <laughs> you know, I agree with you. And that's why I want to be such a huge part because I don't want the black community to be let down because this has happened far too long. And I'm truly hope and seeing the world be behind this. I feel like finally we are going to have change and I hope and pray that we don't let you guys down. I agree. And, you know, I, I, I said this before on the podcast too. It starts at home. Titus is a parent. I'm a parent. Nicole, you're going to be a mom soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
parents, you guys are your kids' first teachers. You're the first ones to shine love and light on your children. Mm -hmm. They learn everything from the household. And it's our duty as parents to have our children understand what racism is, to understand kindness, to understand what we all are and we're all one. And, you know, I'm, my daughter's three years old and we have conversations. And so at any age, you could have these conversations with your kids. It's so important. And, you know, one thing, Titus, I really wanted to pick your brain about that kind of drives me crazy on social media is just sometimes the misconception of people with the protest. Because I see so many of my friends and my family going to protest, and they're all yeah. peaceful and they're beautiful. But then the media tries to make it like it's angry mm-hmm. and out of control and wild. And you've been at so many protests lately. Can you kind of give a little just like light to our listeners of kind of what these protests are like if they can't make it out there? Yeah, well, I mean, some of them are, are, are more spirited and, and, and voiced than others. Uh, you have some silent protests. We had a silent protest um, just uh, on, on yesterday. And uh, we had about 600 people there. And it was beautiful. It was a great opportunity for the university community to come together. Uh, and I've seen it on the other realm where it's, it's been peaceful. It's been loud. You have people with signs. You know, you have people with bullhorns and, and et cetera. And my main thing is, you know, I feel like the 1960s and 70s, they like kind of laid, laid the foundation. And then you have different forms of protest, like Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, taking a knee. Uh, so many people politicized that. You know, they made it more about the military or the only disrespect to the flag than they did the actual issue, which is the same issue that we're talking about here two years later. Um, when we raised the fist, you know, that was an issue. When we sat at lunch counters, that was an issue. So when we sit here and we talk about, like, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, the only people that are uncomfortable are those that are in the majority. When those that are in the majority are pushed and prodded, that's where the violence comes in. I've never seen a lesbian and gay community protest that turned out into looting. I've never seen a women's rights movement and a protest into looting and violence. Never in my entire 43 years of living. But every single time there is an issue about race, it always turns violent or it's portrayed to turn violent. Uh, and that's simply because there's a lot of hurt in these communities. And until America, white America, wants to address that hurt and quit sweeping under the rug and say, oh, slavery was so long ago, or, you know, a civil rights movement was, you know, so long ago. It really wasn't, you know. Uh, we're still in the civil rights movement. You know, Michael Che uh, said best in the stand-up comedy, you know, like, we've had so many different movements. Like, the civil rights movement, we just wanted people to be treated us like c- c- civilians, you know. And now here we are talking about Black Lives Matter, you know. And then people politicize that and turn it into All Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter and Dog Lives Matter and Cat Lives Matter. Well... Uh, you know, like he said in the stand-up, it's the equivalent of your wife coming home and saying, honey, do you love me? And uh, your response is, I love all people, you know? Right, uh, exactly. I'm pretty sure you're so sleeping on the couch once you say something like that. Yeah, But that's that's the equivalent of what happens when you turn something that's supposed to have a meaning behind it and politicize it. Gosh, that's it's so true. It's so true. Well, Titus, thank you so much. I want you to know that we're all rooting for you and we better see you on that SB stage holding up that award because in my eyes, there's no 
better human being that deserves it. But before we wrap up, I mean, because I'm going to be a new mom and Bree's going to be a mom of two, which by the way, she's freaking out. Do you have any daddy advice for us? I'll admit, I'm very scared. (laughs) I think it's very natural for anybody to be scared. You know, the first thing I always pray for my two sons is that they're both healthy uh, babies because I've seen so many people around me that have had uh, uh, children that have had issues, disabilities, or whatever. Um, I, the best piece of advice that I can say is just love them. You know, love those kids, man. And, and uh, you know, they will, uh, I mean, my sons, they, I, I love them, boys. Every time I come home, uh, it's like when they were two and four, it's always a big embrace. You know, they're not afraid. They never have been afraid of getting a spanking uh, because I just, you know, I don't feel like I need to do that. Their biggest fear is to disappoint me, you know, and my biggest fear is to disappoint them. That's why I carry myself the way that I do. That's why I try to stay out of certain situations. And so just live a life for them and not through them. You know, some, you get some people that want to force their kids to play sports because they play sports or they want to force their kids to be an attorney or WWE superstar because they did. Let them be who they are. Just love them, love them through the good, love them through the bad. And uh, on the other side of it, man, it, Bree, you'll have two beautiful human beings to, to share the world with. And Nikki, you'll finally have that first uh, human being that you'll be able to put out into the world. And I'm excited about both of you. I know they're going to be spoiled. As, but, uh, Heck yes. Um, Our baby already has a bigger closet than Artem. I just can't help it. Oh, Nicole, it's not good. I know. It's bad, yeah. but... Yeah. I'm going to sprinkle a lot of love and discipline with that. <laughs> Don't worry. Love is discipline. Exactly. They, they're yeah, grateful it for it discipline. as they get older. They, I feel like children, Correct. they crave boundaries. They crave the rules. We yeah, all know. Structure. And structure. structure. There you go. Structure yeah, is so We all important. need structure and we all need discipline. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I definitely agree. And it's it's been fun yeah. to watch your boys grow because I remember the first time I met them, they were I mean, so little backstage. And now when I see them on yeah. Instagram, I'm like, no yeah. way. It's crazy. It, it blows my mind. They are beautiful. Yeah, they, they both should be they modeling. Like grown men. Yeah. <laughs> they are like grown men. Such sweet, yeah. sweet men. You have such sweet boys. Yeah, you did a good job. And thank you, Titus, for just being so brave and courageous and using your voice. You have been a role model to so many people, but also to Nicole and I. And that's why we really wanted you on our podcast, because we've been learning a lot from you. And um, you've given us a lot of courage. And so thank you for that. And our mom stalks you, by Thank the you. way. So, you know. Um, I think you are <laughs> I brought love your up. Mom. I yeah. love Kathy. Isn't she awesome? She's like, you guys are having Titus in your podcast? Yeah, mm-hmm. she mentioned it to me first. My mom is like, you are brought up every few days. So, Johnny, watch out. Um, my <laughs> yeah. mom talks about Titus a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, good luck. You got uh, a couple more months, and you guys both will be. Uh, moms and and mom again. So uh, <laughs> the best of luck with that. And like I know they'll be spoiled as hell. So there ain't much I can <laughs> send to them because they probably Honest. got everything and some more stuff already. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, right. thank you so much. Warning: Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, 
when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. This week, Bella Brains is hosted by my hubby, WWE superstar, Daniel Bryan. Thank you, Bree. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show where we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain. And we're keeping track of who wins each week, and the first person to five wins a donation to their favorite charity paid for by the loser. The current score is... Ugh, Nicole coming up on me. Four to three. That's right. Making that comeback. About to tie it up. All right. Who's going to win this round? Let's find out. It's time for Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. All right. Who's leaving the room first? I'm really enjoying my husband. So um, I say... For the second week in a row, Nicole, you could leave the room. Get out! That's fine. I'm going to go find Lady Luck. Get so out! I'll be back. All right. Now that we have some alone time. What do you want to do? <laughs> Seven minutes in heaven? Well, <laughs> how about this? Why don't I ask you questions about science? Oh, my gosh. That's, that's <laughs> is so that what, hot. Is, is that what you want to do with our alone time? It's exactly what our marriage needs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for this week's Bella Brains, that's what we're going to be talking about is science. Oh so gosh. are you ready? Never. Never ever for science. Never ever for science. But this isn't the hardest science ever. Okay. First question. What's the center of an atom called? Oh my gosh. The center of an atom? An atom, you know, like that's it's a cell. Right. An atom is not a cell. Oh, but an atom is in the body, right? An atom is everything. Oh. 
everything is composed of atoms. How many guesses do I get? I mean, you can have three. Fine. A parasite? No. <laughs> the center of an atom. Um, center of an atom. I mean, aren't atoms tiny? Yep, they sure are. Oh, my gosh. The center of an atom. Um, bacteria? No. Dang. Center of an atom. A neutron. Whoa, that's really close, but that is not it. Ding it! A neutron is contained in the in the center of an atom. Oh wow! But the center <gasps> of the atom is called. Do you want to guess? Proton. That's oh. also contained in the center of the atom. Uh, and the center of the atom is called the nucleus. Duh! I knew that. Did you? But did you really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number two. What type of scientists study flowers and plants? Plantologist? No. <laughs> Not a flowerologist. Not a flowerologist. Ecologist. No. An ecologist. Okay, so those people are called ecologists. Oh, yeah. But that's not what they are. And they just study plants? Study flowers and plants. Um, are they called Brian Danielsons? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Do you give up? Oh, my gosh, sweet face. Yes, I give up. Okay. They are botanists. Oh, my gosh, I knew that. You did know that. I know that I you know that. I knew that. I knew that you knew that. Because that word kind of makes me giggle. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It sounds like a cult or something, but I love it. Okay. Final question. The easiest question. I probably should have asked this one first to give you a little bit of, of courage. Of hope? Yeah. What instrument does a scientist use to look at very small objects? A microscope. Ding, 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 yes. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> remember when you wanted a microscope and I actually bought you a telescope? Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I tell people that story all the time. <laughs> Although, uh, I was just thinking about this the other day, is that how where a telescope ends is where a microscope begins. And it's just one giant continuum. So, so what you're saying is I actually did get you a microscope. No, you did not. Oh. Microscope is a very specific thing, and you got me the opposite thing. Okay. <laughs> well, next Christmas. Okay, I'm going to get Nicole. Cheater. Um, why are you calling me a cheater? I'm just kidding. It makes me feel better. Well, that's probably because you did really bad. Who knows? You don't know that. Do you believe that your sister is not an expert of science? Because that's what this week's Bella Brains is all about. Are you oh, ready? Boy, I'm ready. All right. Question number one. What's the center of an atom called? Molecule? Nope. A cell? <laughs> no. Did you get a hint? No. Actually, she okay. didn't. Okay. So you've already given two guesses, so you have two more. Gosh, I can't even think at all. Just think about an atom. Think about it. Just think about it. What's in the middle of it? What's yes. in the middle of an atom? Um. <laughs> Blood. Wow. That I'm is the worst kidding. answer I we've heard yet. I don't even know what to guess. One more guess. One more guess. Just try. Just try. Okay, so we so you obviously got this one right or you wouldn't be bullying me. <laughs> What would Birdie say? See, I feel like Birdie would have yelled out blood. Um, 
She would have yelled out Saturn, probably. Well, you're not. Yeah, she would have. You won't let me get a hint, Bree. So you want I me never to got try hints. without a hint? I just kept yelling stuff out. And by the way, I actually didn't get this one right. So, but she got a lot closer than you than you have so but far. But I started throwing stuff out. Okay. I can't. Yeah, I just give up. I, okay. I, I can't think today. It's the nucleus. Oh, sh- duh. Question number two: What type of scientists study flowers and plants? Um. Shoot, botanist or whoa, ding 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 ding. Yes! That's a horrible pronunciation of it, but it's a botanist. Botanist, there you go. Yeah, no. And the final question, which I told Bree is the easiest question. <gasps> um, question number three: What instrument does a scientist use to look at very small objects? Oh, microscope. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, and I the winner it. of this round of Bella Brains. By answering two questions correct and bringing the score to a tie of four to four is Nicole. Yes, I made a comeback. I tied it up. That means next week's going to be a really big week for us. It's a big week. Next week is a big week. It's huge. All right. Join us again next week for another edition of Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes. And thank you to our special guest, Heidi O'Neill, for educating us, giving us so much inspiration and making us feel even more brave and courageous. That is right. And tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. And show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review and hitting subscribe. And we just launched a new Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bellas Podcast. So make sure to follow us at the Bellas Podcast. And a very special thank you to my brother-in-law, Daniel Bryan, for being an amazing Bella Brains host. Until next week. Remember to stay fearless. And you'll always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.